Yes, we are at 243. Welcome to episode 243 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I'm here with Matt, but this time he's sleepier than before. <laughs> Norton, I assume you're just like the normal level of sleepy. Yeah, I also just finished a 200 milligram energy drink. So like, okay, okay. I'm feeling like sort of alive at the moment. Okay. Um, Usually I, I have 400 a day, 400 milligrams. Now, do you normally have them this late at night? Uh, it depends. This one I was more nursing throughout the day, but okay. uh, us- usually it is more in the morning, yes. But I did, I, not, ass- I did not work today, so I... Right, which I assume you're working tomorrow? I am, yes. So, okay. I got a couple hours, plus caffeine doesn't really like do a lot do anything to me <laughs> but the ones i drink are at least sugar free so like that's it's killing me in a different way than diabetes yeah, yeah. So, so hey that's good yeah i mean sure in a couple years woman... when they find out that this whatever artificial sweetener they use in this is causing cancer i'll get in on the class action lawsuit and it'll, it'll be great I had a woman at work tell me that aspartame's really bad for me, and I was like, "Look, why don't you go smoke another cigarette?" So, oh, I love that. People, <laughs> people, I still, I will never forget when I at Sam when I worked at Sam's Club, uh, and I would have to go through the line to get a monster. There's a cashier mm-hmm. who would always be like, "That's bad for you," and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, so is working here." But like, I'm still gonna do that also. So, <laughs> fuck off with that. <laughs> I also weirdly had this one girl tell me when I got Captain Crunch that it was like really bad for me. And I was like, like, in what way? And then she tried to say that there was a like a lot of formaldehyde in it. And I was like, do you know what formaldehyde is? (laughs) And I never got to the bottom of that. But I would guess that there could be trace amounts of formaldehyde in cinnamon toast crunch that i'm unaware of but not enough to like pickle my insides or anything okay is it captain crunch or cinnamon toast sorry cinnamon toast crunch yeah okay okay because i've been eating a lot of captain crunch lately and you like i was really scared that i was eating formaldehyde but i mean if if it mattered at all you wouldn't be able to eat it they wouldn't be able to sell it so i would assume i would assume all cereals have basically the same ingredients which the first ingredient is sugar. Yes. Uh, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, the same. I, I, in my home right now, I have Captain Crunch and Reese's Puffs. I have like seven different types of cereal in my, my cupboard right now. Nice. But like, see, here's a, sometimes I want to mix and match and stuff. And like, you know, I got to have all three of the Captain Crunches because sometimes you want berries, sometimes you want peanut butter, and sometimes you want the original, you know? That's fair. I will say I'd like the the Captain Crunch peanut butter better than uh, Reese's Puffs. Uh, that's probably true. I don't know. I just Reese's Puffs were not my choice. I mm-hmm. usually I, don't eat the cereal. So, okay, fair enough. At three thirty in the morning, there's not a lot of things that I'm willing to cook. I am willing to pour cereal into a bowl. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is it, man. We're in 2024. We're 15 days in. How's it been? 
Uh, good. I've been just kind of like I reset the clock and just been playing video games I like. Uh, it's been going, I'll say this, it's been going better for me than people at like Twitch and Amazon, Discord, and Unity. Yeah, so that's, as I said to Matt before the podcast started, there's not a lot of news uh, other than that the layoffs in the video game and tech industry continue. Uh, Twitch laid off 500 people, approximately 35% of their overall uh, employee base. Um, I would guess that this was because of Amazon saying, hey, you have to make these cuts. Um, It also leaked beforehand. So there was a whole day where people who work at Twitch got to wonder whether or not they were the ones being laid off. So that's fun. I'm also a little confused about this because, like, isn't Amazon, like, taking over as, like, the biggest, like, shipper in the country? Yeah. Which would indicate that they're probably financially doing very well. Yep. So is Twitch. Okay. Okay. Uh, That's all I... I, Okay. (laughs) Yep. No, yeah. it, It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. A lot of these, uh, well, excluding Unity, like the the other Discord one, it seemed, well, Discord specifically basically used the excuse, we really staffed up during the pandemic, and now we have to slash those people that we, because we have too many people. I could see them, like, staffing up to kind of get ready to, like, figure out how to integrate, like, the PlayStation and the Xbox Yeah, so Discord basically, like, used we hired too many people is their excuse, which I think to lay off 17% of your workforce and 170 employees for Discord, not, like, great, but it happened. Yeah, Twitch is a weird one, and, like, Amazon, this is their second or third round of layoffs that Amazon overall is having as well, and it's one of those things where, like, I don't know when it layoffs when you have like record profits always feel bad and just gross in general. So like, I don't know about discord in that context, but like Twitch has been doing really well lately and like has been doing a lot of stuff to like, make sure that their business can like continue into the future. And it just, it sucks. I, I don't know. I mean, Amazon had also had, or Twitch, had had layoffs a year or two ago as well. So it's one of those. Yeah. I I feel like Twitch and maybe they're just not good money makers, but like pretty much kids like 18 and under, I bet they watch more Twitch and YouTube than like anything else. Yeah. And it's, it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. Um, Unity though, laid off 1800 employees, approximately 25% of their workforce. Sadly, this one makes more sense to me after their whole insane debacle last year, where they like lost the faith of most people who use that engine, but also were only making those decisions. It seems because they could not sustain existing, (laughs) Um, because the only reason you would make those kinds of like wild things to potentially lose most of your customer base is if you were in dire need of getting more money somehow out of the people that give you money. Uh, so mm-hmm. them laying off a bunch of people is not surprising to me, especially given what happened last year. And I'm sure they took a lot of a large revenue hit from that. And also they were not making enough money to sustain themselves regardless. So 
That's another just one that is seems kind of wild to me that they've been doing so poorly, but I I don't understand the tech initiative. Yeah, that one that one I don't get is because like yeah, a lot of people do use Unity and pay for Unity, and it's like it's not cheap. Yeah, uh, you and I we play a lot of video games, and I see Unity pop up quite a bit, especially with all like the indie studios and stuff. I mean, like indie's got to be or Unity has to be number one, or at least had used to be. I. It, it's probably gonna be different now. Yeah, I mean, it, it's all over. People were using it. People paid a lot for it. But like, it's one of those things where Unity was another one where they were supposed to get like a large investment from some capitalist that it did not go through. And it's like, mm. uh, maybe we should stop basing our entire existence on these large venture capitalists. But anyways, sure. Uh, so yeah, those were the three major ones coming like right in the first two weeks of the new year. Not exactly like a super great sign for things continuing uh, to be shitty with layoffs and things like that. But I, who knows? We'll see. I, the Unity one seemed more expected. The Discord right. and Twitch ones were just like that. Really blows. Um, Especially the Twitch one. I was like, really? Yeah. Because uh, I, I would have thought they were doing very well. I. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. Um, did, and then, did Mary Fish get fired? She did not. She is like oh. their head of community. So she probably actually is like super important in general. Mm. So, uh, yeah, but I remember the last time, the last round of Twitch layoffs last year where she was like super upset about it. And it makes sense. You know, you're yeah. trying to cultivate a community and every time you lay off a bunch of people, not the best look for the community. So. No. Yeah. Oh, man. And it also just means more work for everybody else. Yes, for sure. Uh, yeah, so those are depressing. I'm sure we'll get to continue those into the new year. Hopefully not like at least one every week, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, in better, more exciting news, uh, Xbox said they're going to have another developer direct, which the last time they did one of these hi-fi rush came out. So let's go. I don't think that's going to happen this time, but on January 18th, the 3 PM EST, they're showing off some stuff. Uh, I now realize why there was not a new Wolfenstein game. And it's because machine games were working on Indiana Jones. I believe. I thought Indiana Jones was, uh, I didn't think they they were doing Indiana Jones. I don't know. Let me look. Oh, it is Machine Games. You are correct. So, yeah. There, this That's will cool. be the first time that is shown, I believe, like in a real capacity. They have said that will be there. Um, God, and then these other ones, man. What the fuck is Avowed the Obsidian game? Yes. yes. Avowed is the first person Obsidian magic game. That will probably be cool. What the fuck is Aura History Untold, man? It's just know. like a, it's a Civ clone. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's right, who's making that? I don't know. Oh, I, wow. I remember that it got. This is a Civ clone. You were not fucking yes. around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went to their website and for a second I was like, isn't this Civ? 
<laughs> wow, that's crazy. Whoever Oxide Games is, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. They're making that. And then uh, Hellblade 2, maybe okay. it'll come out. So some Oxide Game member, I'm on the, the Wikipedia, some Oxide Game members used to work at Firaxis. That's all you need to know. Oh, so that makes sense. Uh, yep. Well, that's cool. They'll show those. I wonder if that's one where like it'll just come out. I I don't know. Because that's one that could probably even come in like, I, I don't remember what they call it, but just like come out a little early and then they can just kind of get some community feedback and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the, yeah. Game preview. The, I think they game call preview, it. Preview. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. I, something like that. I think it would be cool. Hellblade. Yeah. They did announce the release date, right? Or uh, no, they just showed it I at the game awards. I think they just keep showing it and not, I think they might've just said 2024. All right. Well, they fucking, it, there has, yeah. there has to be a release date this time. There has to be. <laughs> I'm calling it. This game is at least getting a release date at this fucking thing. There, it's going to look really good. I guarantee you. It is. But I, there ain't no way this doesn't get a fucking release date now. It, You're right. It has to. Um, so those things are cool. I, it was unclear. Like Those were the things they said they're showing. I don't know if that means that there could be some other ones or things that are earlier in development that they talk about, but those were the four that they listed. So probably those are just the four things they're going to show. Um, uh, we'll see. I mean, hmm. we could see more Fable. Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like I should be excited about an Indiana Jones game, but like I don't know, man. I played Uncharted. I, I but like machine games, Indiana Jones, it could be very interesting. That's true. There could be some Nazis. Mm. They're they're good at just making like wacky stories that are still like they're well told and they're funny. I, I don't know. I, I think it could be a good story. No, yeah, I think it could be a good story. It's just one of those things where it's like I guess I'll have to figure out how I feel about it when I see it. Sure. Because like, yeah, I don't know. The last Indiana Jones games I pl- I played was Lego Indiana Jones like over a decade ago. So. Yeah, I mean, but there hasn't really been a lot of late uh, Indiana Jones con. I guess there was that movie. The new movie, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, we'll see, I guess, in just three days-ish. So, mm-hmm. find out about that. And then, I had not thought about this in uh, forever. People may remember Game Shark for older consoles, like the Game Boy and things of that nature. Uh, as basically just like a cheat device. They were later taken over by Action Replay, and then I don't even know if Action Replay still exists. But anyways, a company called AI Shark, which is the reinvention of Game Shark using AI technology to cheat in modern games, apparently, uh, put out a press release saying that they are going to launch to coincide with the release of the Switch 2 in September. Do you think... This is them uh, probably just trying to get people to talk about their product. Probably. That's what I yes. think. I think they sure. have no inside knowledge from the Nintendo about this. But I do think the Switch 2 coming out in September would be a good guess if you were going to guess about it. So who knows? We'll find out whether or not that's true. But I think that's a wild thing to like tank your relationship with Nintendo for. 
Yeah, I would say so. So I don't know, man. That's just a weird thing to do. But did you have a game shark or because I, I I had a game genie? Uh, oh yeah, up. the prior to the game shark. No, I did have a game shark for the original Game Boy. I still have it. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you would like plug it in as a cartridge, and then you would like plug the cartridge into the Game Shark. Mm. Uh, it would like wrap back around the Game Boy, and then you would basically—it was basically like a hex code editor. So you would like get random strings from the internet to change certain codes, and sometimes they would mm. do things. Other times they would just completely break the game, like make it unplayable, things like that. But. Yeah, it's a very weird thing. Um, I wonder if you, you could probably still find Game Shark code somewhere. They were insane. They were like thirty-two numbers and letters. Generally, yeah. They. I don't know if I'd have the patience to type those in anymore. No, and most of them were like not really worth it. Like it, they, it basically right. did the same thing that Cheat Engine does now, where like it just searches right. for like what would probably be like a reference to HP, and then just like make it infinite or like make it higher or whatever. It's a weird right. thing. Uh, Infinite lives and like yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing like super, super cool, like unlocking hidden content usually or anything like that. Because just because it can't really do that. But right. Uh, and then the final one, uh, some game, some Nintendo insiders were like a couple days ago. Hey, there's going to be news about the upcoming GBA games on the Switch Online, and it was correct. Nintendo came out and said that Golden Sun and its sequel, Golden Sun, The Lost Age. I mean, I, sorry, it's a prequel, but it was came out after. Anyways, they're, they said they're both going to be on Switch Online on the 17th, which is in two days. And that's sick because Golden Sun is fucking awesome. It's a great turn based RPG. One of the greats. Do you see yourself playing it at all or no? Uh, maybe. I mean, I still own my original Game Boy Advance cartridge of it. So, yeah, but this would be a way easier way to play it. That's true. Uh, yeah, it was. It's cool. Uh, Camelot made this. Uh, they went on to make like Mario Golf and shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Camelot. Camelot is and was a really good developer. I think they were a much better developer back in the day when they were allowed to make cool, interesting things and not like Mario sports, but yeah, golden sun is great. It's a really great turn-based RPG. It was really great on the game boy advance probably still holds up and people say the sequel is better. I never got super far into it. I remember trying it on emulators and stuff and being like, this is cool, but I never stuck with it. Um, so yeah, I just think it's cool that those are available in a modern mm-hmm. age. I think it's cool that Nintendo remembers Golden Sun fucking exists. They did make a sequel on DS that I believe costs like $9 trillion now because they didn't make that many copies. Uh, I don't know how successful that was and I never played it. So who knows? But yeah, Maybe that's kind that'll of, get kind of a re-release at some point. It could be. Maybe they're trying to... I was going to say maybe they're trying to gauge interest, but they're not because in their original like thing, if we're bringing Game Boy Advance, Golden Sun was one of the ones they showed that was coming eventually. So, Okay, not to get you too excited, but Golden Sun Dark Dawn. It's a mm-hmm. Nintendo DS. It's only uh, $58.50. All right. Well, on that's, Amazon. You know, that's not that's that bad. That's reasonable. That's reasonable. That's reasonable. No, that's reasonable. Yeah. I, d- I have no I have no context of whether or not it is like good and compared to these two, which people consider to be like incredible. So 
Uh, it has like an 80 Metacritic, and the yeah, other that's, ones that's, are like high 80s. So. Yeah, it's probably fair. Um, so yeah, those are those are coming out. Nintendo's still cranking out the their Switch Online releases every so often. I wish that they were on a schedule or had any fucking rhyme or reason whatsoever, but, you know, sometimes you're just like, hey, we're putting out two random games. Here you go, everybody. I I do, because it's it, you can't tell me it's hard to put those on that service. No, because they already had re-released all these for money on the Wii U and the right. 3DS. It's so literally like, just sticking a, a, a ROM that is probably like five mil, millibytes yeah, it, like, do they do they want my copy? I have a ROM of it. I'll send mm-hmm. it to them. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, I, this is one of those things where people are like, oh, I'm so excited. And it's like, I hate that I am excited about this mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, I it's so trivial to get these ROMs and like play them in a way that's not that bad. So it's just, yeah, it's weird. Nintendo, I, I guess it's just good that it's available to people. Sure. Unless, in a, in a more legal way with like, you know, in an official capacity. I don't know. Yeah, I'm at the point where like every single Nintendo game should be on that service, at least like from like the systems that they have on that. Service. Yeah, I but, I feel the same way. Like if it's a first party game, it should just be there. And in a lot of cases, the weirdly things are just missing. You're like, well, I don't right. like what the fuck you own it. Who's stopping exactly. you? Like I get, I get in the case of like Super Mario RPG not being on the SNES one because Square's involved in that, but like also they just re-released it, so like that—that's the one I get. But a lot of the other ones, I'm like, why can't Pokemon just be on this? Mm-hmm. Or I, I put the Pokemon trading card game and Stadium One and Two are on there, so who knows? Right. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's really it for the news. I mean, it's the beginning of the new year, not like nothing earth shattering happening yet, you know? So that's, uh, uh, that's what we got. Yeah. Oh, I guess the other piece of news is Prince of Persia is coming out. It's getting great reviews and I'm excited for it. It is. There's a demo out right now. Mm-hmm. I already bought it. So there's no point in playing the demo. Mm, that is probably true. Uh, yeah, so with that, we can get into what we have been playing. Um, I mm-hmm. may have already beaten four games this year. Uh, may or have? I did, have. and I okay. got three platinum trophies already. Wow. So I'm fucking, I'm gaming, is what I'm saying here. Uh, why don't you tell me what you've been doing first, though? I want to hear about your uh, adventures. I decided to just like wipe the slate, clean slate, and just kind of play whatever I wanted. So I started playing God of War 2, and this is the the PS2 one. Well, <laughs> technically PS3 one. Um, I'm enjoying it. I I just like going into like diving into that world and playing like through the the Greek mythology. Um, I know like the story is just like, hey, Kratos is angry, but I I don't know. Like it's just kind of cool to see all like the the Greek mythological creatures and like all everything you're kind of fighting and you know especially the the greek gods experiencing that because zeus kind of tricks you and now you're just trying to go back in time to the part where he tricks you and then try to kill zeus so we'll see where where this goes um i don't know I, it's got a war too i'm enjoying it it i think it's aged well uh yeah i remember they had done a decent amount of work to those uh ps3 re-releases of those <clears throat> 
Blue Point is an is probably one of the best, if not the best, at like those. And this was one of their earlier ones that they did. So yeah, yeah. it's not surprising that it's good. Yeah, this is this was another one like the first one where like I borrowed it from a friend on PS2 and like got halfway right. through and was like, I'm okay. But I do remember just being like, I, I think that they're this one and the first one are both like pretty competent, like action games in that sense. Yeah. 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 The gameplay is solid and it's fun. And, and like I said, I just kind of enjoy the, the Greek mythology aspect of it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, the two, the other two games, I probably ended up playing a little bit more. Uh, Alan Wake 2. Uh, now, this is one I've been playing with uh, my girlfriend. Mm hmm. Uh, we just kind of like, I wasn't super far into it. So we ended up just, uh, restarting the game. Okay. Uh, just because I, I was like, she is not going to understand what's going on. If we just kind of pick up where I was. Mm-hmm. So, cause I was at least like five hours into the game and it's just like, no, 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 this, this, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. As you could imagine, maybe. Yeah. Uh, no, I get it. Yep. Uh, so we've actually gotten to a point where we're further ahead than where I was before. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm to the point where it's saga. Okay, so we went to Coffee World. Oh yeah, everybody loves Coffee the amusement World. park. Yeah. Uh, I, God, those Co- Coscella brothers. Uh, they <laughs> are so goddamn funny. <laughs> They're so good. I'm a big fan of all their commercials and all of their yeah. like money-making schemes, I guess I'll call it. <laughs> I, I just love the one line where they're like, we had a moose until recently. And then you find out later on that they just kept feeding it coffee until it had a heart attack. Yeah, so there's that one. And then I also like uh, in Coffee World, the environmental storytelling of all of the bathrooms are closed. Yes. And so you get the one note of like, what the fuck, man? Every bathroom is closed. Like, you can't operate like this. (laughs) I really like the one where it's like someone like gave it a review and came up with like pros and cons. Yeah, Uh, that was that was another really good note. Like the notes are great in this game. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then also, I mean, like it, it does like it mixes like that weirdness and wackiness, but then like it's also just like a, a kind of scary at times, and it's just like it's just confusing. It, it, it's just I'm really enjoying kind of like just passing the controller back and forth with her because um, I, I was playing it just going like this is the exact type of game like she would enjoy, just the the exact type of story she would enjoy. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, nope, that's that's something. It's it's gonna probably take me a little while because we're only gonna be playing on the weekends. But I'm I'm enjoying playing it with her. Um, and then lastly, I've been playing Forza Horizon Three. And yes, I just kept playing like Forza Motorsport, and I just kept thinking, will I enjoy Forza Horizon Three more? And the answer is absolutely, Manny. <laughs> uh, this is yeah. I I already put like twenty plus hours into this game. Okay. I beat I beat it and I'm just gonna keep playing it because I'm just enjoying it that much. It's so much fun to just like the third one, the fourth one, and the fifth one. They're all basically the same game. They might as well be, but it's different environments, uh, different different roads, and I, I just enjoy playing the, this Forza Horizon series. So my only complaint is you can't buy the DLC in this. 
because it's it's been too long. What? Yeah. What do you mean? It's been too long. Well, I assume with just like, because uh, like the licenses of like getting the cars oh, and all the songs. Weird. So like you can't. Like I can play it on my Series X, but I had to buy it like physically, and but I don't have. I can't buy like the Hot Wheels in uh, Blizzard Mountain. I think it's called. So. That's really fucking Which it, weird. I know it sucks. But I, I assume the Hot Wheels license probably ran out at some point. I guess, yeah, but I, yeah, that's that is weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, it's it's just annoying because they keep advertising like, "Hey, go to this, go to like, this, and buy it can't. right now." And then you try to, I and can't. It's like, nope, nope. Because I, I totally would. Yeah, I, 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 but hey, I'm at the point now where I can pretty. I have like three more roads to find and i can say i've driven on every single road in the the forks horizon series wow yeah nice yeah i only did it in five oh oh well yeah but you only played five no i played four oh did you play four yeah okay but yeah i did not drive on every road i don't think i don't know i have to it's just one of those, I have to get all the signs, I have to get all the barns, I have to drive on every road, I have to go through every race. I don't, it's just, I don't know. I enjoy playing these games. They're fun. Yeah. It makes me happy. <laughs> it, but it's but once again, it's Forza Horizon 3. You, you drive around in an open world and race sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's just dumb fun. Yeah. So... Uh, so those are the the three games I've been playing. I will be playing uh, Prince of Persia uh, later in the week. I will start that as well. So, oh yeah, it comes out oh. Friday probably, right? Mm, Thursday, I believe, the eighteenth. Wow, that's weird. I could have paid ten extra dollars, oh, and I, I hate that people got and got it that. today. But I was like, I think I'm okay. That is the worst returning trend to video games. People got to stop fucking doing that. I don't. Uh... Well, if if people don't pay for it, then they'll stop doing it. I know, and people should stop paying for it. That's my. If you're dumb enough to pay for it, then go ahead. I guess. I, I guess. Yeah, you know I what? Don't... I can't. I did do that for Forza Horizon Five, though, so I, I can't really. Yeah, I was going to say, Microsoft has gotten really into that. Like, it did it for Starfield also. And, like, yeah, I don't know. But, like, we, I remember you and I both did this. We also bought, like, the, 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 uh, like, the DLC pack or the season pass, getting all the DLC and everything. Yeah. Too, yeah. So. so I felt better about doing that. Mm-hmm. Where I don't think I need to buy, like, the DLC and, like, have, like, potential add-ons for this game like i'll probably just play through the story and be like oh that was good and that's all i need from this game yeah it's a metroidvania i saw some of it i saw the map i was like oh yeah that's a metroidvania all right but like it seemed like the the mobility and just moving around the world it seems really good oh yeah i'm excited for it Mm -hmm. but anyway why don't you tell me about what you've been playing uh, so the first thing I played was Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. As I said during the Game of the Year podcast, I feel like if I played Yakuza 8 when it comes out in two weeks before I finish this, the Yakuza cops would come and arrest me. Uh, and so I played it. 
and it is you play as Kiryu in classic Yakuza beat em up action, but it is between when he joins the Daidoji and like erases his existence at the end of six and when he meets Ichiban in Yakuza seven. Uh, so okay. he's basically like an undercover secret agent, which this is the dumbest thing in the world. He looks exactly the same, but he wears glasses. <laughs> it's like a Clark Kent Superman situation where people who know who he was before will look at him and be like, yeah, it, you remind me of Kazuma Kiryu. And he'll be like, no, my name is Joryu. And it was like, you picked the name Joryu as your fucking <laughs> alias, you dumb motherfucker. Who let this happen? And so there are a bunch of things in the game where, like, he just keeps trying to be like, I don't know who you think I am. Why do you think I'm this Kazuma Kiryu? I'm Joryu. And even the people in the game are like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, this is, I will not, <laughs> I will not play along with this dumbass trade. And I appreciate that. What Majima is one of those people where he's just like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> like, come on. Uh, so, yeah, it, it is just like that classic Yakuza beat em up game. It's essentially like the Miles Morales or the whatever the fuck the uncharted one was called that i can't recall at the, off the, the lost top. legacy lost legacy where it's like a smaller version of a one of those types of games but it's yakuza um it it, it essentially is exists in its entirety to set up why kiryu is able to be in yakuza 8 is <laughs> like okay. the entire reason for this game because like it does just retell kiryu's part in 7 throughout this game where he like meets up with Ichiban and why he was even there. Um, but essentially spoilers for this game, I guess he does such a good job for the Daidoji that they basically say he can take a break and he wants to travel the world and go to Hawaii. Um, so that's why he's in Hawaii and Yakuza eight. And that will most likely set up him meeting with Ichiban and then, I, I assume he will leave the Daidoji, but we don't need to get into all of that. Uh, yeah, and it really, it truly does, especially after playing this game, like them setting up that he has cancer and is dying in the trailers for eight. This makes it seem to me like they are truly gonna do it. Like they're gonna have him die. Uh, okay. And if they don't, I don't know how I'll be able to take it, man. Because like... There was a, at the end of this, there is one of the most emotional things in the Yakuza franchise. And I was like crying, like absolutely crying. Um, and yeah, they, they basically like set up like it's his time, man. Like he he did everything that there is to do there. They don't need to keep bringing him back into these fucking games. Uh, Kiryu needs to go and live his own life or and or death. Um, so. I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but it was a fun one. And because it was a smaller in scale, I was actually able to get the platinum trophy in it. Uh, a lot of it was basically just like fight in the arena. And I did that because I needed to get okay. money. So. But yeah, it was fun. I mean, if you like Yakuza and you want to go on, if you, I mean, if you skip the side stuff, like this would probably only take like 10, 15 hours at most, I think. 
Oh, that's cool. If you just skip the side stuff, like the story isn't anything like super long and it's the classic Yakuza like twists and turns, you know, the drama. So yeah, it was, it was good. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, and I think then, I burnt myself out on Yakuza. That's probably movie. fair. At least I played them as they were coming out originally up to five. Sure. And then when zero got super popular, they just fucking churned them out here. And so then and I played like, a you, you went back and played one, two, three, four, five. Like, oof, yeah, that's a lot. That's a yeah, lot. And I'm just, yeah. I think the way you feel about Uncharted is the way I feel about Yakuza, where I'm like, I really like playing through that series, but I don't know if I need more. Yes. I need more now because it's turn based. Yeah. So that's why. And also, that's why I want it. I want Ichiban to be the like true main character is because like then you don't have to. I don't know. It's like a fresh slate. You know what I mean? Like, no, yes. I, I think it would be better that way. Just I like I think a lot of people hear me and other people say stuff like that. And they're like, I love Kiryu. And it's like, yeah, I, I love him, too. But at a certain point, you got to let plot lines go. If you're going to move on. Yeah, like I love Uncharted. I love Nathan Drake, but like, I don't know if I want more just because of the way that that story wrapped up. Like, like, I don't know. You know, like I, the story wrapped up so perfectly, like bringing him back would kind of ruin it. No. Yeah. And like, that's why the part where Kiryu was in Yakuza 7 was clearly written by them to be like a, a passing of the torch essentially like when Ichiban fights Kiryu but then I don't know fans of Yakuza got really weird and so about it so we'll see what happens I, I don't know um and then after that I was like you know it's time I didn't play the remaster of Ghost Trick when it came out uh this past summer so I'm gonna do it now and I did and within maybe five minutes of playing it I was like all right, this is one of my top 10 favorite games of all time. I fucking love this game. Uh, And that held through to the end. I think that um, the arranged music that they did for it, uh, the enhanced music is very good uh, because the soundtrack to Ghost Trick was just good to begin with. So makes sense. And I just like solving those ghost puzzles, you know, swapping things around, moving from thing to thing, figuring out how to move my ghost body around and possess the people who just died and bring them back to life ghost trick is sick and the story still holds up uh the thing that did piss me off though was people had said like oh there's these puzzles in it in the remaster and you have to do the puzzles to get the platinum trophy turns out those are not like the puzzles in the main game they are fucking sliding block puzzles oh and to get the trophy, you have to solve five by five, three five by five of these things. Slide puzzles of that size are fucking hard. I had to literally watch a YouTube video to learn how to solve slide puzzles. <laughs> and I did do it, and I don't fully grasp how to solve them, but I like sort of do enough that I was able to solve all three of them. Uh, but that sucks. Like, that wasn't fun or necessary. I didn't, like, what? Why add these stupid fucking slide puzzles? Um, 
I feel like I just kind of like push stuff around and eventually I find my way. Yeah, but on a five by five grid, man, he, yeah, that's not going to happen. It's fucking awful. Yeah. they And then they like had smaller ones like three by three. I'll solve that anytime. But they were like, no, you don't need to solve those for the trophy. I was like, man, what the fuck? So I did get the platinum in that. Uh, you saw me do that Pokemon one. I did that see you do the one. Pokemon one. Yeah. That's, uh, so that pretty much sums up my experience with slide puzzles. Yeah, but when I was like, I got to watch a fucking 15 minute YouTube video about the concept of solving slide puzzles. I was like, we've come too far. This is <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah, I did that. A ghost trick still continues to rule. I think that's a really good remaster. It's cheap. It's like 20 bucks or less usually. So. People wanted to play Ghost Trick and see a cool story in like eight-ish hours, you know, go go in, go ham. Uh, and then after that, I decided I was going to get the Platinum and Sea of Stars because I needed one more trophy where you have to beat ten bosses using this fucking specific relic that makes everything way harder. I, we don't need to get into it. I got it, but I wasted five hours doing an exploit incorrectly by loading one of my saves not correctly whatever i did that and i got that trophy so that was my third platinum trophy and now i have three platinum trophies those are the three that i got for this year hey congrats uh and then i was like well yakuza is uh, infinite wealth is going to be a huge fucking long game and then the friday after that persona 3 reload comes out that's a huge fucking long game then three weeks after that fucking final fantasy 7 rebirth comes out that's a huge fucking long game i should try to play some smaller games and i made a list of games that i would have wanted to play or would like to play that were between three and eight hours um and so i knocked a couple of those off my list one is unpacking which i would recommend everybody play this game it took me probably two and a half, three hours, but I don't, have you ever seen this, Matt, or did you play it or anything? I think it's on Game Pass. It is on Game Pass, which is where I played it, but I had played the demo when it was on a Steam Next Fest thing, and I really like quite okay. liked it there. Uh, but yeah, it's essentially like you unpack boxes and you have to put things into a room. Um, and like, it's not like difficult or anything. It's just like, you're trying to, you choose where to place these objects in some cases, like maybe you'll accidentally unpack a roll of toilet paper in the living room. And then you got to move to the bathroom to put it there Okay. at the end. Once you've unboxed everything, certain objects will flash red to let you know they're not in the right spot or not in the right room. Um, usually it's pretty self-explanatory, uh, to figure it out, but it's like, it's a, it's it's essentially just environmental storytelling, right? There's no real words or anything, but you get the sense that like, Oh, this is this person, whoever you're unpacking for their childhood room. And as you go, you see how they grow, getting their first apartment, moving in with their first significant other things like that. And so there's like purely environmental storytelling and what I think is like a really cool way. Um, but yeah, it's like simple. You just take the things out. You drag them where they're supposed to go. You can get achievements if you do certain things. Uh, but I didn't really pay any attention to that stuff. I just wanted to see it through to the end. Um, but yeah, like two and a half, three hours, like a quick breezy afternoon thing. And I, I, it's fun. And I, I think it's uh, it was well done. I was glad to have played it. Um, and yeah, on Game Pass, I assume both on console and PC. 
Game Pass. Uh, I played it with a controller, so easy to do with okay. a controller. Not bad. Uh, I think pretty much most games at this point, you can say that. Yeah, but it's one of those things where I didn't know how the like click and drag feature sure. of it would work, but it works. It works pretty well. Um, and then last year, everyone had been raving about Cocoon, uh, an indie puzzle game that is also on Game Pass. Cocoon's pretty good. It is another game where there is no dialogue or text in the entire game. Uh, you start off, you get birthed out as this weird looking little bug guy, and you have to go through the world picking up orbs. Um, and in some cases you can go inside the orb and there is a different world inside the orb. Uh, this took me about five hours yesterday afternoon to evening. Cocoon is really cool and it is a testament to its design that it doesn't have any dialogue or text in it and you can still figure out how to do everything. Um, it's a fun puzzle game. Uh, but it's one of those things where like, if you get stuck, you're fucked. Like, because the game can't tell you anything. Um, so I, I did have to look up something twice. One of which was some, I didn't understand that I could do something. Uh, and then when I watched the video and saw them do it, I was like, oh, I can push a, when I'm in the middle of this jump and drop the orb. How would I have known that? Uh, and it was like the only time that was used in the entire game. So it was like a really weird scenario. And then the other one was like, I had to correctly do these symbols in the right order. And I was like, I fucking see these symbols and how I'm supposed to know what this is. They're reflected in the water, but everything I've tried doesn't work. And then when I looked up the order I was supposed to do it in, I was like, I don't understand how I was supposed to intuit to do that in this order. But Everything else fairly self-explanatory, but at the end, man, it gets fucking trippy when you're like going into orbs inside of orbs and you're like, where is this in the grand scheme of the world? How did I even just appear here? Uh, it gets pretty mind bendy, but yeah, I in the end, I don't know how to feel about it because I feel like it was a really cool puzzle game. And it, at the end, I feel like there were a lot of things going on and it made me feel really cool for solving them and generally every puzzle is like contained to that room. So you learn pretty quickly that like you never have to like backtrack or anything. It's just like, Hey, this puzzle is generally contained to this room. So if you're trying to like look outside of that, you're probably going outside the scope of what this puzzle is. Um, okay. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how to describe it because like then at the end, all this weird shit happens, but because there is no, dialogue or anything you're like wow that was weird and then it was just kind of over <laughs> so like, okay i didn't know how to feel about it whereas like unpacking it was like oh i the way you designed this with environmental storytelling i understand the story that is being told because like it's through the context of human things that i understand as a human like oh right. this girl has a gamecube I had a GameCube. I get it. I live in a house. I understand it. I don't relate to the weird orb bug man who's kind of like a dung beetle that goes inside other orbs and is in this weird future bug world. I don't know what's going on there. So in the end, I just feel like kind of weird about it. Like, I'm glad that I played it, but I don't know. I don't know. It was interesting. It's on Game Pass. People should check it out, I guess. 
Okay. Yeah. If you like puzzle games, that's it. It is one. And it's like four or five hours long. So, yeah, that's what I had been playing. And then today I started to play Norco, which is a uh, point and click, mostly text based adventure game about uh, weird future Norco, Louisiana. And everyone said two years ago when it came out, it was one of the best video game stories they had played ever. And oh, wow. So I was like, yes, this seems exactly like my type of shit. It definitely does not seem like it is for everyone, though. I could do like within five seconds. I was like, oh, most people probably will not like this game, uh, which explains why, despite the fact that it's on Game Pass, all the achievements for doing really basic things have like 10 percent completion rate. Uh so, yeah, I will have played that. I think uh, the internet told me it will take six to eight hours, depending on if I want to try to go for like extra stuff or solve more weird random puzzles. So far, I like it though. I only played for like a half hour ish though. So, oh, okay. So, huh? That's interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't even really hear about it, and now you're telling me it's one of the best stories. I like everyone at waypoint that year had said i love this game and uh that was the same year that citizen sleeper came out so like norco citizen sleeper and uh, there were at least one or two other games where people were like oh pentiment was the one i was thinking of Uh, oh yes did you play pentiment no but i do remember hearing about that i feel like you would like pentiment um I it does not seem like it is for me in the like old history type of way, but that's Obsidian, right? It was Obsidian, yeah. And it has like a weird art art style. It does, yeah. Um, but I that seems like the kind of like adventure game that you would like. I seeing people play it, I was like, oh, this is not a Manny product. Mm -hmm. Whereas Norco, I'm in Louisiana and I have a robot. Yes, please, let's go. Uh, so that's the one I chose, and Citizen Sleeper was another one future future stuff but yeah people really like pentiment too that year so there was those three games people would go back to for narrative stuff um so yeah i'm playing that and then i had a couple other ones on my list that i can't recall at the moment but yeah pretty sweet yeah so yeah i'm i'm going i already beat four so games, video games this year. are Video games are awesome. Video games are awesome. I like them. And I I am trying to stick to my, hey, play more and more varied games this year and stop yeah. buying so many dumbass motif. And, and, and maybe chip away at your backlog. Yeah, because like, I mean, I, yeah, I needed to be... Uh, like a dragon guy den i had bought ghost trick and did not play it so you know like right do that kind of stuff and yeah i have a list of games in my backlog that i should play but i don't know i tried to play the original shantae holy fuck dude i could not do it it was a it was a game boy color game and i was like this feels so bad to move and play i can't do it (laughs) So I gave up, but I tried. I bet they're like the newer ones probably have aged a lot. Oh, I bet the newer ones are just fine and are decent, like Metroidvania style games. Like I see why people were like, oh, the original one's really cool. But as soon as I moved and jumped and had to hit enemies, I was like, oh, no, I can't continue this. 
And if, if I'm I, when it comes to 2D platformers, like if I don't like the way it feels, I can't play it. And no, that's just and Metroidvanias are the same way. So. I gave it a half hour, and then I was sure. like, when I realized it needed me to like continue like trying to precisely hit enemies, I was like, oh hell no, <laughs> and promptly turned it yeah. off. <laughs> Where I do think Prince of Persia is going to feel really good. At least oh, that's what yeah. everyone. That's so. what every review has said. And watching people yes. like even play the demo, I was like, "Oh yeah, this game looks fucking sick." But I I have a different game coming that day, yeah. so I sure. will not be. I'm ready to play a re-release of a DS adventure game. Another code, <laughs> so. I already had chosen that game, so I was like, well, fuck. I can't go back and pick Prince of Persia now. It's too late. So, nope. Also, I bet Prince I mean, of Persia will get like relatively cheap relatively quickly if I wanted to pick it up at like the end of the year or something. So, I, I was going to say, it will definitely go on sale in about six months. Yeah, so maybe I'll pick it up then. And also, it seems like it is one of those things where it's like, this is a reasonably length video game. I don't even know how long it is, but I assume 10-ish hours. That's what I would assume. I just said that assuming, but I guess it is an okay, Ubisoft yeah. game, so I could be proven wrong. Yeah, I guess I, also well, I won't be able to find this information because it's technically not out yet. No, because like I'm trying to think, like even their like their 2D like Rayman game, Rayman games were never like super long. Yeah, it's also I I, I mean I guess Metroidvania's can be really long, but should they be? I mean even. Metroid was not that long. No. Like 15 hours. Like Yeah, I would I, bet, I would say 15 long. to 20 is like the upper Yeah, that even that's like pushing it, I think. Well, how long is like Ori and the Will of the Wisps? Uh it's not it's not that long. Okay. Uh right now out of four, only four people have beaten it. The how long to beat is 22 hours. No way. But that's a very small sample size. That is a very small sample size. So we'll see. I, I don't know. I would 20 ish hours. I, that could be cool, depending on how the combat is. You know, I don't, I don't Yeah, know. that's true. I don't want to count my chickens before they've hatched, you know? Hmm. Yeah, that's that's neat. Um, so when we when we come back uh, for our next podcast, you'll have played Prince of Persia. I'll have played some other weird random games, just like you will have, I'm sure. But also, I'll have played yes. another code. Um, and boy, God, Yakuza is so close. I can taste it. I just <laughs> I want to play it so bad. I like when I was playing the man who erased his name, I was just like, imagine if this was a turn-based RPG that would take my whole life to be, please. Is that what you want? That is what I want. Like, I want to be so immersed in a game world right now. I just want to live with Ichiban. Okay, fair enough. I took a week off, dude. <laughs> well, because, so d- let me, d- before we end the podcast, I know I said this would be short. Right, right. I'm going on forever, but. I Christmas break was a lot. It was like not really a break because I was watching my girlfriend's son every day and it felt more like extreme work than a break. So I had a bunch of vacation time because I didn't take a vacation this past year. So I was like, I'm going to take six days off 
starting the 26th, I believe, is the day that uh, is a Friday that Yakuza comes out. Yeah, the 26th. I'll take the 26th off and then the next five work days. And because nice. of that, I Yakuza will come out. Then on that Tuesday, the 31st, the Eastward Octopia expansion, where it's basically just Stardew Valley, but in Eastward comes out, so I can play that too. Then that Friday, which I will also have off, Persona will come out. So I'll be able to like be off and like really put time into these games but also i just bro i need a break man <laughs> That's yeah, i get it so i don't even know that i'll play as much games as i'm thinking like there's stuff i could do around the house or like sleeping that i could do I, i've been working a lot lately um and so i took took a couple of days off in february because like i'm just like i need some time off so no yeah i was the, i, really I was the time. same where i was like yeah i need like a week to just like mm-hmm. in the day is just be silent. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm excited to play Yakuza and many other things, but it's going to be if in a few weeks it's going to be really cool. The releases are going to start popping off again, but I'm I'm just as excited to play like old releases that I didn't get around to and chipping away at my backlog and stuff. So Yeah, it, it, that's the thing. Like there there's always great games to play, so mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess with that, uh, that'll do it for us this week. Uh, as always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. They're an excellent chiptune band. You should check them out. Uh, and we'll be back next time. Peace out. <laughs>